Austin's Marjorie Siegel, along with Houston's Brian Lamb and New York's Sandra Loring and Scott Heron will perform Friday night. Saturday will feature work by Austin's Grace Lee, Houston's Paul Smith, and John Jaspers, and Sarah Johnson, both from New York. 322-0227. Deborah Hayes' dedication of her new space, Whole Point Space, Sunday at 1.30 at 4800 Grover. I see Ray blinking at me, so I shall say no more announcements for now. Check the papers. Lots of other things going on. There are, of course, lots of other things right here I should be mentioning. I haven't gotten to the art stuff, but this one I will mention. Michael O'Brien, the creator of compelling advertising photographs for Apple, Nike, and lots of other places. Or big big people. He is going to be in town tonight, and he will be speaking at Schultz's from 8 until 10. There's a social hour starting at 7 preceding that, and there's a small fee. That's tonight at Schultz's. The guy's name is Michael O'Brien, famous photographer. You've been listening to Tom Verlaine. say farewell for Eclecticos and good afternoon to Ray Segan for the Austin City Council meeting. Telecommunications. Thank you, John, and good afternoon. We have begun today's meeting. We're in the reading of today's consent agenda. A few items we want to point out uh, of concern for today. Uh, there are a handful of Brackenridge Hospital items that will be coming up later in the meeting. We also have the regular monthly meeting of the electric utility today. And there's also a resolution sponsored by the mayor requesting that the Air Force uh, redirect its environmental remediation efforts out at Bergstrom and also an interesting item uh, that could call for the temporary suspension of downtown parking meter enforcement by the police department. Uh, all these items will come up later in the agenda. Right now we listen in for the reading of the consent agenda at today's meeting. ...to need to have this fully discussed and understood um, uh, in, a, in a separate meeting and that can be we can go ahead and pass on second reading that can be accomplished in the uh, subcommittee. Well, I, I don't disagree with that. My, my point was, if that is something we need to do, why do we need to approve something on second reading before we know what the changes are going to be? That was my only question. I don't think it's necessary to propose. 21. Approve third reading of an ordinance amending Chapter 13-2 of the Austin City Code, rezoning property locally known as 7100 West U.S. Highway 290 from RR Rural Residence to GRCO Community Commercial Conditional Overlay. 22. Approve second reading of an ordinance amending Chapter 13-2 of the Austin City Code, rezoning property locally known as Manchaca Road and Davis Lane from DR Development Reserve to SF2 Single Family Residence Stem. I've been at the two rides I participated in spending taxpayer money to pay police overtime wages to follow, harass, write tickets for vague laws, and physically abuse bicyclists who are no threat on the streets. You know, they are more of a threat to us because of their automobiles and motorcycles and their abusive behavior. Critical mass rides demonstrate the viability of a safe and sane means of tra urban transportation. The city needs to understand the real life value of people who use bicycles, the capital metro, or walk as their transportation. Not only do bicyclists and pedestrians uh, just, it'll be brief.
pedestrians add to the general overall quality of life here because we don't drive a stink mobile and add to the congestion on the roads, we're also an economic asset because up till now we have helped to keep Austin under the federal ozone limits. But we will soon start exceeding those limits. And when we do, the feds will place heavy restrictions on development in the Austin area, just like in Dallas, Houston, and Corpus Christi. Austin will soon be a cesspool like these other big cities, unless y'all start promoting bicycling instead of harassing and promoting an automobile-dominated society. I encourage everyone to show up for tomorrow's critical mass bike ride, 4.30 p.m., 23rd in Guadalupe. And I expect action from the city council on, on the behavior of these police officers. Thank you, Thank Sean. You. Our next speaker is Mr. Buell Steelman. You're listening to today's Austin City Council meeting here on KUT Austin, member-supported public radio from UT Austin. Council, well, we're back again. Um, we're here in December after a long smoke-filled meeting to speak to you about her. Determined. Thank you. Let's see, our next time certain item is not till 4 o'clock zoning cases. Is there a move for a brief recess till 4 o'clock exactly? Yes. It's moved, it's seconded, we're in recess till 4 o'clock promptly. So with the council recessing until 4 o'clock, we'll briefly take you back to the KUT studios and Ken McKenzie for a little music to take us right on up till 4 o'clock. First, a brief recap of today's city council meeting uh, up to this point so far. A few items we'll want to point out for you before we take you back. The council... Um, with that last item, suspended enforcement of the law against exceeding the time limit in metered parking spaces downtown. While it's long been against the law, lots of folks would simply park in an hour or two-hour spot and uh, let the time run down and then put more quarters in and keep parking there past the time limit. Well, the Public Works Department recently announced that it would begin vigorous enforcement against this so-called feeding of the meters. And as a result, the council lately has been flooded uh, with complaints about this item. And accordingly, the council today uh, suspends enforcement of that law until it can be referred uh, to the downtown subcommittee, which will be on December 13th. The council also approved a resolution today uh, which asks the Air Force to reevaluate and redirect its environmental remediation efforts as it deals with the new airport out at Bergstrom. Uh, the resolution cites a significant delay in the remediation efforts that uh, delays the city's ability to initiate airport construction in areas which have not been officially closed uh, by state and federal environmental regulations. This uh, asks the Air Force to expedite those procedures uh, and strongly urges them to proceed with the remediation of regulated sites which are in the path of airport facility construction as quickly as possible. And finally, the council approved its legislative program for the 74th legislative session up and coming. Uh, three areas on this. The council uh, deals with items it wants to introduce and of which it will seek passage. Also, those items which it will support and those which it will, it will oppose. And the council wants to introduce and seek passage of items dealing with health and hospital issues, which would uh, enable... Uh, a health services and financing district and also the constitutional amendment which would be required for a uh, health services and financing district. The council will support uh, legislation uh, in a number of areas including uh, increased funding for family anti-violence programs, immunizations, school-based health centers, and other preventive health programs. I uh, will also seek provision of a secure and stable funding source for infrastructure maintenance among those items that the council will oppose, uh, the council will oppose legislation, or the city's uh, lobbying teams at the legislature, rather, will oppose legislation that reduces Austin's water rights. Also, those uh, 
items which would further limit cities' ability to annex territory. Also opposed would be legislation that would restrict or remove Austin's existing powers to regulate land use and development in its jurisdiction. And uh, with the area of law enforcement, it will oppose legislation that would allow the carrying of handguns by citizens. And also opposed would be legislation which changes the manner in which seized funds and property from criminal cases are allowed to be spent. With that, we'll take you back to Ken McKenzie in the KUT studios. I'm Ray Sagan reporting live from the council chambers for KUT Austin, member-supported public radio from UT Austin. We should also point out that this will be our last broadcast of the Austin City Council here today, uh, beginning on December 1st. You can hear the weekly regular meetings broadcast on KAZI, which is heard at 88.7 FM. I'm Ray Sagan here at the Council Chambers, taking you back to Ken McKenzie in the KUT studios. The flute of Bill Miller and Jack Gladstone from Buckskin Poet Society, dying for a metaphor. It's been fun, folks. Ken McKenzie, your host of Overnight, and we now return you to the city council chambers. And Ray Segern standing by here on KUT Austin. Thanks a lot, Ken. We have uh, rejoined today's meeting. It's time for our 4 o'clock zoning items. Here's Alice Glasgow with the city's planning department. Single family 2 and the applicant is seeking multifamily 3 zoning. The planning commission recommendation was to grant the multifamily 3. Uh, you'll need to be here by 5 o'clock is when we'll hear you all. Then we'll resume our executive session and council dinner. That's okay. That's what we'll do. So let's go to the executive session room right now. So with the council headed into executive session, we will oh, yeah. take you back to the KUT okay. studios. The executive session. The city council is announcing it will go into executive session pursuant to chapter 551 of the Texas government code to receive advice from legal counsel, discuss matters of land acquisition, litigation, personnel matters as specifically listed on the meeting agenda. And those items are... Okay, and we will consider under the heading of pending and contemplated litigation section 551.071, item 87, discuss cause number 91-660, Lyndon Tilson versus Alejandro Sanchez Jr. et al. Item 88, discuss civil action number A-93-CA-685SS. I'm Maria Hinojosa. This week on Latino USA, Punto Guajiro, country music from Cuba. Miami-based composer Albita Rodriguez brings new energy to a traditional musical style. Punto Guajiro on Latino USA, Friday afternoon. U.S.-European cooperation. That's Marketplace for Thursday, November 17th. I'm David Brancaccio. 
Marketplace is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting and public radio stations nationwide. Coverage of Japan is made possible by the United States Japan Foundation of New York, the Japan Foundation Center for Global Partnership, and the Japan-United States Friendship Commission. Marketplace is produced in Los Angeles by KUSC at the University of Southern California. PRI Public Radio International. Public Radio Austin, KUT 90.5 FM. And now for the last time, KUT returns to the Austin City Council meeting. Here's Ray Sagern. Hey, thanks a bunch, Larry. Before we break for the day, and forever for that matter, here's a brief recap of some of the action taken at the council chambers this afternoon. Uh, one item uh, has to do with parking in the downtown area. After being flooded with complaints about a recent uh, public works department crackdown on parking enforcement in the downtown area, council voted today to refer that item to the downtown subcommittee of the council. At issue is the time limits on metered parking spaces. While it's long been on the books that it's against the law, most folks uh, might park in an hour spot or a two-hour spot and then wait until the meter runs down and put more quarters in. Well, recently, Public Works announced that it would, uh, or that police officers, rather, would begin vigorous enforcement of this so-called feeding the meters. Now, that spurred a number of complaints from citizens, so the council today voted to refer that to the downtown subcommittee, which will review the item on December 13th. The council also approved its legislative agenda today to take before the Texas House and Senate next session. Among the items the city will support, legislation that... Uh, allows photographic traffic control systems, also increased funding for family anti-violence programs and school-based health centers, and provision of a secure and stable funding source for infrastructure maintenance. Among the legislation the city will oppose, legislation that reduces Austin's water rights, legislation to allow carrying of handguns by citizens, and legislation that limits cities' rights to annex territory. The council will also seek to introduce enabling legislation for a health services and financing district to deal with Brackenridge Hospital that will also require a constitutional amendment. Finally, today the council passed a resolution calling for the Air Force to speed up the process of environmental remediation out at Bergstrom. The report today contends that the Air Force's inaction is holding up the city's efforts and the ability of the city to initiate construction out there in areas which have not been cleared according to state and federal law, and that is the Air Force's responsibility to clean that up. Well, as it is our last meeting to be carried today, we should note that those of you who want to follow uh, City Council on the radio uh, in the future can tune to KAZI at 88.7, just a little bit to the left on the dial. They will be carrying uh, City Council meetings from now on. And as it is our last meeting today, I want to take the opportunity to uh, thank all the friends that I've made here uh, in the last six and a half years, particularly the people uh, in Channel 6 and uh, everybody at the PIO office, the Public Information Office, uh, also all the council aides and everyone at the City Clerk's Office, who I've had the pleasure to work with here since uh, April 1988, which was the first meeting that I broadcasted here for KUT. And on that note, I am Ray Sagern signing off here from the Council Chambers for KUT Austin, member-supported public radio from UT Austin. Local support for this broadcast of film music is provided in part by Waterloo Records and Video.